crazy birds. Welcome to another episode of Mama Earth Talk. I'm your host, Maris Canal. Realizing just how much waste we generate on a daily basis, I've set a personal goal not only to reduce, reuse, and recycle, but to also educate the world about sustainability and how each of us can help preserve our beautiful planet. Thanks for listening. Let's dig in. Did you know that one in every nine people do not have access to clean water? Approximately 2.1 billion people lack access to safe, readily available water at home, and 4.5 billion lack safely managed sanitation. Our guest today is the executive director of Surge, a non-for-profit water organization. She and her team have grown the organization steadily for the past five years since the branch was established in Dubai and their headquarters in Chicago. She's also a budding environmental activist that helps organize community events like beach cleanups, teaching at her children's eco club, and for the for 30 days, she participated with me in the Waste Me Not Challenge. Crazy birds, without any further ado, I'd like to welcome Marita Peters. Thank you for having me on the show, Mariska. You are most welcome. Marita, um, tell us a little bit, how did your journey start with Surge and with your sustainability? Well, my journey with Surge starts with uh, the founder, Shopa Alva, uh, is my best friend, my childhood best friend. Um, so we're actually celebrating 30 years of friendship. So we go back a long way and Shopa and I, on reflecting on our time together growing up, realized that we have had conversations about wanting to do humanitarian work. We realized that we were having conversations about doing humanitarian work uh, and just wanting to bring change to our world from the time we were young girls. So that's really where the journey started. And then as we got older, life happened. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, over the last few years, uh, when my children were a little bit older, um, I guess I came full circle right back to those conversations we had as children. So by 2013, um, we were able to establish a chapter of Surge in Dubai, uh, and Shopa had incorporated Surge in uh, in the U.S. back in 2008. So this year, we're actually celebrating Surge's 10-year anniversary. So it's a bit of an anniversary year, and we're very excited to share uh, the journey and the impact we've had in the last 10 years. Wow, that's amazing. So from childhood dreams, trying to save the world, and now it's becoming a reality. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, we sort of really um, live by this little phrase, and it is changing the world one drop at a time. Or we also say, you know, it just takes one ripple to start the wave of change. Uh, so that's something that we live by. And I uh, gives us a lot of hope because change can really start in the smallest ways. So yeah, so just absolutely anything you can do, start somewhere. So over 70% of our planet is covered in water and therefore some people think that there's more than enough water for us to use. However, fresh drinkable water only covers about 3% of the planet and from that 3%, two thirds are actually tucked away in frozen glaciers. 
Do you often find that many people do not realize that we are slowly depleting our water sources? Yes, you bring up a very valid point, Mariska. We do, in our busy lives, uh, especially living in cities, we do lose a certain intrinsic connection with nature. And definitely the, uh, the science lesson that you just brought up, we do teach this through the various educational program search runs through our school education program, Water the Global Passport. We actually touch on the water cycle and remind the participants in the course that the fresh water you speak about is actually the same water that forms part of the water cycle. We are drinking the water that the dinosaurs drank, which I always think is a fun and interesting uh, way to look at it, which means that it's the same water in existence just being filtered. The earth is a natural filter. And what we are doing today with the industrial pollution and with all the chemicals we see in our water sources, we are contaminating that finite fresh water source that we have. So when we look at this water crisis in a lot of the third world countries, Women are often affected most through this because they are normally the ones that has to go and provide water for their family. So um, they, they would often, you know, not go to work, not go to school and also not spend as much time with their family because they've got, got to do this. How has Surge made a difference in these communities? So it's women and girls, yes, absolutely, uh, that bear the burden of the task of fetching water for their families. So what Surge endeavours to do is we work on water access uh, and water purification, which are the two main points when trying to bring clean, safe water to remote, to remote communities. So a lot of Surge's work is focused around fixing community water sources but also water sources at schools and so when we fix a broken borehole a bore well or when we build out a protected spring when we fund water harvesting tanks then you see um, automatically that people that don't have to walk those two kilometers six kilometers um, with jerry cans or earthen pots or depending on the country that we work in they just don't have to walk those long distances because a lot of times there are closer water sources but they've just broken and they just don't have the means to fix them um, so as soon as surge mobilizes in a community and we're able to get the community participation because that's a very important uh, part of the model that we work in. We don't just um, show up and decide that this is the best way to do something. We involve the community leaders, establish a water user committee so that long after the physical build, the repair work is done, the community needs to understand and value the work that's been done and be able to maintain and keep up that water source. So that, if, so that if it needs servicing in the future. So that's kind of the, sort of the sustainable element that we incorporate into all our projects. Mm -hmm. And once we've had that buy-in from the community, the leaders, the men, the women, the children, yes, you absolutely see a change for all members of the community and certainly, specifically, the women and the girls who had been shouldering the burden. And then you wow. see the attendance records at schools pick up drastically. And of course, because Surge does water and sanitation, sanitation being toilets, mm. as we build new latrine blocks in the schools, you see as well the attendance rates picking up because now children aren't having to go back home um, to use the bathroom and then never coming back. Um, so yeah, so you know, um, definitely 
the fixing wells uh, squarely impacts women and girls. Wow, that's amazing. And I mean, for for us, not you know dealing with that firsthand, I think there's a lot of people that don't realize what an effect clean water can have on someone's life. I've recently spent some time in Cape Town where they're going through a drought at the moment. And, um, you know, when you arrive at the airport, you obviously, they have got hand sanitizers in the bathrooms. You can't even wash your hands. So um, then, you know, we, we kind of have a little like idea, okay, what it is like just not to wash my hand at the airport, but I can still go home and, you know, I have water. Um, obviously there's the limitations on it, but still, you know, it's not even close to what some of these people have to deal with on a daily basis. Yeah, absolutely, Mariska. We, uh, I've, I've myself just come back from visiting our communities in Uganda. So it's fresh in my mind, exactly what you've mentioned about uh, realizing how blessed we are to have water at every tap, at every turn throughout our day. Um, so certainly it's something that we need to be very mindful of, be, be grateful and be, be uh, and conserve just because we can wash our hands and we can flush and we can have showers to still keep it at the forefront of our thoughts. Also, the water footprint is something that I've only gotten to know about recently, and it's a shocking discovery. Everything we use, we wear, we buy, sell, and eat takes water to make. How does Surge make people aware of their water footprint? So the water footprint for Surge is actually at the core of what we what we try to um, sensitize people to and bring into people's sphere of awareness. Because as you said, water is in everything you touch, quite simply put, Mariska. So our signature education program, Water the Global Passport, which we teach to primary school children, has um, an entire activity about the water footprint. Um, and it's something that uh, we find children living in Dubai, um, their teachers, Adults, parents, people are not aware of. So what is the water footprint you say? Well, it simply is not just the direct water that you are aware of, the water you consume through cooking, bathing, drinking, but also all the indirect water. Uh, the water that it takes to grow your food, not just the water in your coffee, but the water that it took to grow the coffee beans and to process the coffee beans into ground coffee. The water it takes um, to make a hamburger, absolutely. The water in your mobile phone, the water in your jeans. So that really is, when you, when you look at all of that put together, your direct and indirect or virtual water, as we call it, that is what would give you a sense of an individual's water footprint. Uh, so we also have a program called the H2O Games, and that is targeted at adults uh, and corporates. And we have, again, a large section of it is focused on the water footprint. So we try to bring awareness to the concept of the water footprint uh, to, to people uh, in Dubai, to the community in Dubai, adults and children alike, because we feel that only once you are aware of it, can you start to make change in your daily life to your habits to hopefully be excited to reduce your water footprint as much as you can so what would typically be some some of the water footprints for some of the stuff that we we normally use on a on a daily basis one of the examples in our school program is a hamburger versus an apple because these are two pretty uh, common items and one that relate uh, to children they understand these two so for example an apple is 70 liters of water 
That's one apple. One apple. So very typically people say, how can it be 70 liters of water? You have to think about the whole process, the whole life cycle for that apple to come to fruition, pardon mm. the pun. Um, right from the, the, the sapling that grew into the tree and then all the water that went into the whole cycle of the tree's life to then bear that fruit. Mm. And that's how that apple is averaged out at 70 liters. A hamburger, on the other hand, is 2,400 liters of water. Wow. Again, when you say, how do we even remotely arrive at 2,400? Roughly think again about the entire process it takes for the grass to grow, to feed the cow or the corn, depending on the kind of meat, all the water that went to raise the livestock, and then all the water in the process to process it into a hamburger patty. So there's a whole cycle that had to happen for it to, for that hamburger patty to arrive on your plate. And those are the kinds of missing links, if you wow. could say, that people, people have about not understanding their water footprint and really how intrinsic water is in food. And it's the same, the story goes the same with your clothes, with your mobile phone, with electronics, with all material goods. There is, it takes, there's water in the processing um, of pretty much everything. Wow. So that is, that's quite a, that's quite a lot. You know, if you think of, you can eat, you know, how many apples can you eat versus, you know, one burger, that's quite, that's quite a massive difference. Absolutely. And, um, you know, for me, it kind of makes people aware of, you know, to kind of watch whatever it is they do, whatever it is they eat so that, you know, they, they can try and reduce this water footprint. I think, you know, people don't even realize that, you know, like here in Dubai, we are fortunate enough that a lot of the um, bathrooms we go to has got the, the dual flush, which, you know, it's got either uses six liters or it uses three liters, some varies a um, little bit. You know, I find a lot of people don't realize that if you just use the smaller flush every time, you're actually saving three liters of water just there. And um, so all of that adds up. <laughs> you know, if you if you go to the bathroom five times a day, then that's how much liter of water it's gonna take just for the flush. So um, that was something that I found very interesting with this whole water footprint that, you know, um, to try and calculate on a daily basis how much water you actually have in your water footprint. Absolutely, and there are actually, um many water footprint calculators online if anybody was interested in trying to put a number to that you just have to pop online on and google it look up um, a water footprint calculator and then you could start to get an idea uh, personally and for the region that you're in what an average water footprint per capita would look like awesome cool. sitting here in the uae we are number three globally on the highest per capita usage of water sitting in at 550 liters a day wow and so then there is you know again you'd have to take some time to research it to understand that figure it is based on you know the, the nation's average of how it is calculated wow. in what countries are search currently active in uh today search is active in four countries we work in uganda the philippines haiti and the dominican republic and how can we as a community get more involved with Surge? Uh, Surge in Dubai um, hosts a few events through the year. March 22nd annually is World Water Day. Mm -hmm. So as Surge, we always like to mark this day. For the last two years, we've hosted a public 
free public event at the Sustainable City, um, who have been a very supportive partner um, over the last couple of years. We invite the community to come down and to learn more about the global water crisis and about how as individuals we can all stand together to make change. Activities like the water footprint, uh, the race for water, which involves carrying loads of water. You, you really do get to immerse and experience the water, the water crisis through Serge's eyes. Uh, we have our school program that I've mentioned now, Water the Global Passport, that runs in public and private schools in Dubai through the year. So if we haven't been to your school, by all means, uh, teachers, parents, children that are keen to know more and to have Surge come and teach at, a, at your school, reach out to us. Uh, we have um, the H2O Games. So for corporates that have CSR needs or you know are interested in uh, exposing their employees to this information, the H2O Games is an interactive and engaging way to bring this information to adults. And our big signature event held annually, which is again open to the public, is our annual gala. Um, it's called Design, Dine, Make a Difference and it is December of uh, each year. This year it is on the 5th of December and as I mentioned before we will be celebrating our 10th anniversary. So we would welcome people all year round to all of these events and of course we have volunteer opportunities from time to time. So if people are keen to volunteer they must definitely get in contact with us and uh, yes we would we'd welcome them onto our volunteer database. Awesome that sounds amazing. And Marita, what has been one of your most important decisions that you have made around Mama Earth? Well, I think for me, um, piecing the connection between humanitarian work, between environmentalism, as we call it, and then even an angle of spirituality and basically putting this puzzle together and seeing how everything is intrinsically connected. Um, has been a real eye-opener and life-changer for me. Uh, and I guess one of the biggest moves I've made when I realized that was to take on doing running Surge full-time. So that has been, I guess, you know, a big move in my life. Uh, and I've learned a lot and I've been able to give back. So yeah, I would say that's been my, uh, my big change. So now we're going to move into our final five, which is just normal short answers um so let's get into the first one what is one social media account that you follow rob greenfield <laughs> what is your hope for mama earth going forward i guess my big hope is that uh the next generation our children um really grow up uh in harmony with the earth and understand the importance of living in harmony with her and keep her at their forefront. What advice can you give our crazy birds this week to help out Mama Earth? Well, I wanna come back to saying the changes in the littlest ways. So I would say, um, especially after doing the Ways We Not Challenge with you, Mariska, earlier this year, pick one thing. Pick one thing that you would like to change and then just stick with that and see how that makes you feel. And once you got the hang of that, automatically it will lead you um, to the next. What is one sustainability fact that you like to use in a room with people not yet on a sustainable journey? Well, since we're on the subject of water, I would say to you, when you think of a typical plastic bottle of water, what we call single-use bottle, 
it takes almost three times the amount of water to make the bottle than the water you consume inside it. So I think, and then we just single use, throw it away. So I think that's something that we should really think about. Yeah, that is, that is a very shocking statistic. And last one is where can people find you? I can be found on Instagram, Marita underscore Peters. Okay, so Marita is not the most social person <laughs> on Instagram, but we will definitely link that. And obviously with Surge as well. Facebook and uh, my Surge email address, which is very long, marita.peters at surgeforwater.org. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for... Um, chatting to us and being able to share your your knowledge and everything about search with our crazy birds. You're most welcome and thank you for having me. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. You can find the show notes for this episode at mamaearthtalk.com. Follow at Design by Mariska on Instagram or email hello at mamaearthtalk.com. And let me know if there's a topic you'd like me to talk about. I love hearing from all you crazy birds. New episodes are uploaded every Monday with a bonus Top Tip Thursday every Thursday. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss anything. Mama Earth has a voice and it's us crazy birds.